0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. I am your host, Aaron, and this is where you can find all of your latest news as well as discussions about Bolton Wanderers. Now today, for you, I have got a kind of match preview. Um, I do usually do this on over on our YouTube channel, in which, if you haven't subscribed, by the way, BFTV. Um, yeah, I usually do these over on the YouTube channel, but I thought, you know what? Why not do it as a, as a podcast episode? Um, yeah, I mean, it is more convenient for me, uh, time-wise. I'm sure it's more convenient for you guys rather than sitting and watching. You can kind of have this on in the background. Um, yeah, just a quick... Uh, side note, I know I said that the next episode would probably be me and Tyler debating whether, um, we are ever in or out or, you know, whether ever should be in or out. Um, but yeah, basically, I don't know when that's going to happen, but it was supposed to be today and I was supposed to do it on my own actually today, but I thought, you know what, I'll wait because I do want to do it with someone. I don't want to just kind of give my views on it. I, I do want a debate. So, I mean, if there are any Bolton fans listening to this and you want to come on and give your thoughts on it, then feel free to let me know. Uh, either DM us on uh, Instagram, BWFC Fan TV. Uh, DM us on there, or um, yeah, find another way. I don't know. That is the only way. I don't know why I was making it like there was a few, but yeah. So if you do want to jump on, let me know and we can try and set it up. And yeah, let's get into, uh, in fact, actually, again, sorry, before I get onto the Bradford game. <clears throat> as some of you will know, today, as I'm recording this, which is the Tuesday, I'm assuming this is going to go out on Tuesday, on Monday, wrong day. <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to go out on Monday. Um, the FA Cup draw is literally a couple of hours away for me so yeah this is just in case just in case I've I've confused anyone this is just in case it doesn't go out on the day I'm recording this (laughs) so yeah I'm recording this the day before the Bradford game so Monday which is when the FA Cup draw is we are ball number five I mean I don't really know whether I want a League 1 or a League 2 side, because, I mean, realistically, we aren't in the best of form right now. I mean, it's no secret. But it could be a very 50-50. Games, you know, it could... Games? I can't speak English today. I do apologise. But, um, yeah, I I don't know if I want a League 1 or League 2 side. So... I don't know if I'm going to be happy or kind of <laughs> a bit nervous for um, whenever we play our FA Cup game. But, you know, it, it is what it is. If we get a League Two side, it's kind of like, okay, we can kind of treat it as a league game because, I mean, if, I mean, the form we're on, I don't think we're going far in the FA Cup. Um, Yeah. So, now let's get into the Bradford game. Now... <clears throat> Bradford, on a horrendous side. Obviously, Bolton not been on the best of form lately. But we're starting to get there, I think. We're definitely on the road to getting uh, results. Um, we saw it against Barrow. We've now got that fighting spirit. You know, we've shown it. We've scrapped a, a, a draw at Barrow. And, you know, at the weekend, on Saturday, we managed to scrape a draw again. Realistically, we probably should have won the game. But, you know, against Cambridge United, top of the league, who we then actually, because of that game, put them second. Um, yeah. I mean, if realistically, if we can go to Cambridge, who, are, or who were top of the league, you know, and, and get at least a draw, I feel like we should be able to beat Bradford. But, I mean, obviously, you'll all probably know we have already played them. You know, before League 2 got underway, um, we played them in, I believe it was the Carabao Cup. I could be wrong. But I think it is the Carabao Cup that we played them in. And I believe we lost 2 nil, 2-1, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, that was at the start of the season, you know. Weeks have gone by since then. So, we'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. But um, I've made a few notes here. Now, this isn't going to be the longest episode. It's also not going to be the shortest. But, I mean, <clears throat> I've watched Bradford's highlights and, to be honest, it they don't necessarily look consistent, in my opinion. Um, I've watched their past, like, three games, like the highlights of the past three games, and... Um, I know watching highlights isn't the best way to kind of judge a team because, you know, a lot of stuff gets cut out. But, I mean, to me, it looks like that they leave themselves open quite a bit. And I think Ian Everett touched on that earlier when he did his press uh, thing. Um, Yeah. Um, Yeah, I've just seen it there, actually. Uh, Now, this is directly from Ian Everett himself. Um, I've seen a lot of Bradford. Uh, Stuart changed to four-three-three on Saturday and was open, and honest to say, he got it wrong. So, obviously, I didn't know he changed to a 4-3-3, but sure. Um, I'd expect them to come with a similar blueprint to what they came with back in September. So, obviously, he's referring to, you know, the game where they beat us. Um, so, he doesn't expect a lot to change. I mean to be honest, neither do I. Um, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Um, one thing I noticed: Bradford are very, very, very good at moving the ball around. Whether it be passing, whether it be players dribbling, you know, it is mainly passing. So they will do quick passes. We've we've shown glimpses of it to be to be fair, but um, it's nowhere near quick enough because. You know, there are times where in the midfield we're holding the ball for way too long. For example, Crawford will receive the ball from a defender and he'll hold it for almost a minute before he passes it, which we can't do that against Bradford. Right? So we're going to get a caught in possession. And the next thing you know, they're in and it's probably a goal. Um, I'll also discuss, actually, as well. that's just remind a bit. I'll discuss the whole Krellin situation as well uh, while I'm here. Um but yeah, they're very good at moving the ball around, Um, which uh, also leads to them, for the most part, playing very fast-paced football. Now, if we turn up tomorrow and we aren't up to standard, we could very well be annihilated by them. Because Bradford, they've not they've not been horrendous this season they've scored goals you know they've scored a lot more than we have for sure um yeah i mean it just it it does just depend whether on like whether we turn up tomorrow to be fair it depends if they turn up um if they wanted to they could probably turn up and beat us 5-0 because i wouldn't be surprised um however one thing i've noticed the defence doesn't always seem to be on the same page and they do look a bit shaky at times. Now, you may disagree. If you disagree, cool. Um, But I do believe that they do look a little bit shaky. It doesn't look like they're always communicating with each other effectively, um, which could be a massive plus for us if we can exploit their defence if they aren't on the same page then, you know, we should be good. We should be scoring goals. And, yeah, I mean, that's one thing as well for Bolton. We have not been clinical. that We could have scored so many more goals. One, if we were supplying Doyle, in which, by the way, I don't know if he's playing tomorrow. Apparently, he picked up a bit of a knock um, on Saturday. So, I don't know what the situation is with Doyle. Um, yeah, I mean, if we were supplying Doyle, we'd have had a lot more goals this season. Also, if we were clinical, or a lot more clinical, we would be, you know, probably a lot higher up on the table, realistically. But we're not. So it is what it is. Um, Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, on tomorrow they could very well, if they wanted to, turn up and demolish us. It could be 5-6-0, you know. like Because on their day, Bradford are a very solid team and can be very hard to break down. Um. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen, you know. Ov- obviously, but um, uh, I've also noted down here as well that they have already beaten us, which, you know, in some ways it gives them an edge, but at the same time it means that we kind of want revenge on them. I don't, I might be being too literal with this, but I mean, could do it. Could motivate uh, the lads to put in extra effort, which they should already be doing, but if they're not. Um, it might motivate them to put in extra effort against Bradford and and hopefully win. Um, but, I mean, either way, it's going to be a very good game, I think. Um, it's not going to be like, uh, I forgot who we played, but the very dull game we had earlier in the season. Um, I think we can definitely get a result. It just depends on... If we turn up, if we if we carry on like we have been for the past, you know, before the Barrow game, if we turn up a team like that, we're, no, we're done out. Like we <laughs> we are not gonna beat Bradford. Um, but if we turn up like we have against Barrow, and um, I've forgotten who we played on Saturday, but yeah, if we turn up like we have the past couple of games, we could get a result. Um, whether it be a draw, preferably we want the three points. Um A win would, I think, greatly boost us right now because, you know, there is a lot of positivity now. You know, two draws back-to-back, back, which I'll take. Admittedly, both games we probably could have won, but we haven't. We've drawn them. So a win would, I think, benefit us a lot, obviously, points-wise, but also, you know, just general motivation. And... um. Yeah, that is actually all I noted down. um, Because, I mean, that's all I could really take from it. Uh, Now, the whole Krellin situation. (sighs) Jesus, it's it's been a... I don't know what what happened. Um, Basically, the game on Saturday, you know, Cambridge go uh, one up. Because of a Krellin error. Now, anyone that's listening who isn't a Bolton fan, Krellin is our goalkeeper. Now, if you've seen the clip, I don't understand how he misses the ball. Because it's across from out wide. It's not on the edge of the box like across, you know, where he's probably gone wide and then crossed it. He's he's not even near the corner flag. He's a lot further back on that. He's on the wing. Um, as if he's still running. He crosses it in early, and Kreling goes to punch it, completely misses it. Or, well, he doesn't... It did go down as an own goal, so we didn't miss it, but, you know, he didn't get the connection on it to get it away from the goal. It ended up in the goal. So... <laughs> now, I have said this. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, or maybe even in the video, but in discussions I've had, I've said this. Um... Krellin, is he's yeah okay. He's young, so obviously that can kind of be used as, a, as an excuse, which it shouldn't be, but it can be. Um, I just don't think he's up to it personally, not yet anyway. Um, simply because you know he's he's making too many errors. You know there was a couple of months ago there was a game that. Um, Literally every goal the opposition scored was because of Krellin. And it's because any any ball that was coming towards him, he would parry away. He wouldn't catch it. So it would just fall to one of those strikers and it was an easy tapping. Um, He's making too many mistakes. Now, you know, it might be the pressure, you know. Pressure of signing for Boat & Wanderers, who are, in the grand scheme of things, a big club, okay, that are wrongly in in League 2 so I can kind of understand that but at the same time in those situations when you know, like Ian Everett has made it hella clear that he wants promotion this season, whether we get it through playoffs or we get it through being the top of the league he wants promotion, he wants us to be in League 2 next season sorry, League 1 next season absolutely has to happen. If it doesn't, Ian Everett's going to be under fire, which he has been because of this situation, but I'll talk about that in a second. Um, I mean, yeah, the, like I said, the, there's already a lot of people that are kind of saying that Everett should be out. Like, I still think it's way too early to judge that because realistically, I know, again, this it kind of can be used as an excuse, but it shouldn't be. But, um, you know, they are a new group of players for the most part, you know. Besides the ones that were already at the club, such as Ali Crawford, Brock Bank, you know, Ronan Darcy, people like that. All the rest are new players. They haven't played together, maybe ever, you know, or if not for a very long time. So, they still are kind of, it just needs to click, basically. Um Yeah, I mean, let me go on to um, Ian Everett's comments. Um, Look, I'll be honest, I might get a a bit of hate for this, but it is what it is. I don't think that Ian Everett's comments were too outrageous. I mean, let me try and find uh, where he said it, because I want to get it right. I don't want to mess it up. Um, I mean, it is very. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll go off. He basically, this isn't me quoting, but basically, he told um Krellin to man up after his mistake, and basically said that we can't afford any more mistakes. Um, I totally agree. We can't afford any more mistakes, and to be honest, he does have to man up about it. Um. Yeah, okay, he's young, but people were coming out on social media and um, and everything, saying that he's bullying him. I, To be honest, as someone who has been a victim of bullying in the past, you know, that's nothing. That is not... <laughs> that is, in my eyes anyway, that you might have a different opinion, which is cool. That's totally fine. But in my opinion, ever saying that <clears throat> that Krelly needs to man up after making a mistake. I don't think it's unfair. I don't think it's bullying, for sure. I think it may be viewed as harsh, for sure, but I don't think he ever was ever, ever had the intention of bullying him. Um I mean, look, I agree with Everett that he does have to man up because at the end of the day, if a goalkeeper makes mistakes, it'll knock the confidence. So by saying to him, man up, okay, I'll admit he probably could have chosen his words a bit more carefully. But, you know, he said it at the end of the day. So, you know, um, what was I saying then? Yeah, I mean, goalkeeper makes this many mistakes so early in the season. It's going to knock his confidence, which is why Everett said that he needs to man up about it. Because realistically... If you make a mistake and your confidence drops, it's like, okay, well, it's probably going to carry over into the next game in which then you may make another one because you're not confident. So him saying to man up about it could affect Krell in, in two different ways. One, it could work and motivate him to do well next game. Or two, it can knock his confidence even more. And then, you know, it costs us more and more. Now, the question that came out of this, by the way, Ian Everett has since come out and said and, and apologised for the way he chose his words, which I applaud. A lot of people giving Ian Everett stick about it. I saw a lot of uh, League Two football fans piping up, which is, is fine because obviously, you know, it was a little bit controversial, I can't lie. But um, yeah, I mean, props to Ian Everett for just, you know, coming out and being like, okay, yeah, I, I screwed up. You know, putting his hands up and saying, I screwed up, you know, Um, because a lot of managers in football don't do that. You know, there aren't that many managers that are going to, you know, make a mistake and then come out and admit that they've done it. Um, Yeah. So now the big question that has come out of this whole situation, um, should Krellin be dropped? Uh, To be honest, I think yes, because, you know, realistically, right, we've got two options. Okay? We continue to play Krellin and continue to lose points, you know, assuming he does make more mistakes, which, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, By the way, I've got nothing against Krellin. I do think he's a very good keeper. He's just, it, i think it is a pressure thing um but yeah i don't know because like i said Krellin, very good keeper i think you know um once i think once he finds his rhythm he will he will be amazing um yeah i mean the main question is should he be dropped and i i do think he should because yeah that's what i was saying sorry i did lose my train of thought then um If Krellin is dropped, it could either be good or bad, realistically. We drop him, bring Alexander in, or even Gilks, you know, either. Um, We bring one of them in, you know. Yes, it's a massive risk, okay? They haven't played football in a while. So, either of them. I don't know. Alexander might be playing. I don't know who he is. Um, I think he's young. So, he may be in the under-18 setup. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, it's it's very 50-50 because, you know, it's a risk if we if we play Krellin, you know, because he is on a bad form. He's, he's on bad form right now. So we could play him against Bradford and then he'd not be able to handle it. Or we play Gilks or Alexander in the hopes of they're going to be ready for it. You know, they've not played – you know, Alexander especially – um, if he has been playing, like, under-18s football, again, I don't know who he is, but if he has been playing under eighteen football, I do think he'll do a very good job, to be honest. Um, yeah, I don't see Krellin being dropped, personally. I don't think Everett will drop him, because he wants to show that he's confident in his goalkeeper, you know, but... Um, I, I just don't know if he is, <laughs> because, you know if this carries on for much longer, I mean, we've already dropped points that we just shouldn't have dropped because of Krellin's mistakes, you know? Um, I mean, we literally dropped a point against Cambridge because of Krellin, you know? Well, we dropped two points, sorry, because of Krellin. So I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, whether it's, you know, DMing us on Instagram or, uh, yeah, or just let us know on Instagram basically. Um but yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. I hope you did enjoy it. Uh I'm gonna give a score prediction. I think I'm gonna say a a 2 1 to Bolton Wanderers. Whether that'll happen is a very different question. <laughs> but yeah. Uh I have been Aaron. Uh, host of the Bolton fan TV podcast uh, I appreciate you all listening remember we are available on Spotify on Google podcast we're still not available on Apple podcast yet I don't know what's going on with that but um yeah we're also on a load of others I think uh we're on pocketcasts we're on I think a site called Breaker but yeah we're on a lo- we're on uh, quite a few different platforms now so whatever platform you're listening on I do appreciate it. And also, if you are enjoying it, by the way, um, don't don't hesitate to give us a, a little rating, you know? Um, I don't know if that's a thing on Spotify, but I know on certain ones you can rate on stars. I don't know. But yeah, thank you for listening and I will catch you in the next episode.